This is Listen Up, Home Buyers, the only podcast offering home buying advice and tips from true buyer agents. And now, here's your host, Victoria Ray Henderson. Hi, I'm Victoria, the host of Listen Up, Home Buyers, and Dave Nichols joins me today. Dave is a loan originator with NBKC Bank. He is licensed in 50 states and the District of Columbia, and he is here to talk to us about first-time homebuyer programs, some low-down payment options, and a few other options that you need to know about when you're looking to buy a home. So Dave, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. It's been a while since we talked, but That's uh, right. it's always good to, to see your face again. It's good to see you too. Dave is a regular at the National Association of Exclusive Buyer Agents uh, conferences that we have every year. He's always made himself available to answer all our questions. So I wanted you to come on because our whole focus with the podcast is to educate homebuyers. So let's get right into it. Um, What first-time homebuyer programs does NBKC Bank offer at this time? Well, you know, when when I get questions about people wanting a first-time homebuyer program, what they're really getting after is what's the the lowest down payment I can can get into. And we have uh, different programs that we can offer through conventional financing and FHA. And a couple of the programs through conventional financing uh, require that you be a first-time homebuyer. There's a low down payment option, 3% down uh, conventional loan uh, that offers uh, low financing, or low down payment financing for those first time home buyers. And you have to be a first time home buyer. At least one of the borrowers has to be a first time home buyer uh, for that regular Fannie Mae 3% down program. Okay, let now, me stop you there. Tell me what a Fannie Mae 3% program is. Okay, so Fannie Mae is conventional financing. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are government uh, agencies, uh, but they uh, are an opportunity for lenders to uh, lend on homes with lower money down than okay. 20%. Okay. So if, you, if you're thinking about conventional uh, or bank portfolio financing, you're going to have 20% down. Right. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac are government uh, uh, sponsored agencies now that allow us with um, guidelines that are the same across the board to be able to finance higher than 20% down. Okay. uh, And so it makes it just makes it easier for people. Uh, I'm just going to ask a couple quick questions about the, the home buyer. Um, How important is a credit score? Oh, it's very important. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are uh, different uh, interest rates that you can get. Uh, based on your credit score. There's different um, uh, qualifications uh, mm-hmm. with uh, a conventional financing. Somebody adds a 620 credit score may not be able to qualify for a 3% down uh, mm-hmm. financing. Mm-hmm. Um, and in those situations, then we go to the next option, which is FHA. Mm-hmm. FHA is a little bit uh, easier to get uh, those low credit scores approved um, and when I say approved, all lenders now are using um, the uh, desktop underwriter or mm-hmm. uh, some sort of program 
to say, okay, this is automatically approved through Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, and not have to do a manual underwrite. So okay. what we're using is a is a model that Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA put together. We run it through their system to get them approved. Um, and those are automatic approvals. What what can you tell me about the debt to income ratio? When when somebody is a first time home buyer, you're going to be looking at that. Tell us what that is and why that matters. Sure, a debt to income ratio is uh, a ratio of all your debt compared to uh, your income. Mm-hmm. So on a debt to income ratio on conventional financing for somebody who has maybe marginal credit you may be limited to 45% debt to income ratio. Now, 45% means all your debts, uh, your car payments, your minimum monthly payments on your credit cards, any uh, student loan payments. um, And then obviously the housing payment, principal, interest, taxes, insurance, Mm -hmm. and any PMI that you're paying uh, goes into that debt to income ratio. PMI is private mortgage insurance. Correct. Private mortgage insurance. And that's required on uh, loans when you don't put 20% down. Okay. So let's take a second here because what you have just shared is a lot. So, so what, what I'm taking away from that is if I'm a first time home buyer, I want to make sure that I'm working on my credit. I want to be aware of any, um, maybe some bills and things that need to be addressed, um, pay down those credit cards and work on getting a better debt to income ratio, as well as improving the credit score. Um, And that will improve your options of being able to put maybe 3% down or 5% down, something like that. And you'll qualify for programs, right? Yes. And, and, you know, the FHA program is a great program but uh, it's more expensive than conventional financing. So explain why it's more expensive. I don't know that a lot of people quite understand mm-hmm. that. Okay. So FHA, uh, their program is a little bit different than conventional financing. So for the, and what I'm talking about is the PMI or mortgage insurance. So FHA financing not only has a monthly PMI factor, they also charge an upfront mortgage insurance premium. So uh, that upfront mortgage insurance premium adds to the loan amount because you finance that. And the monthly is a set figure. It's um, it's 85 basis points of, of, uh, of the payment. So the it's a set PMI, whereas conventional financing, if you have a excellent credit score, you're going to pay less on that monthly PMI uh, or mortgage insurance premium. Right. So this all has to do with risk. Um, And that's one thing that people need to understand when you're, when you are applying for a loan, um, the application process is looking to see how much of a risk um, you're going to be as a, as a buyer. Um, And so the FHA is helpful for people who can't put down a large down payment, who maybe have a lower credit score, but also you're paying um, because you're paying a bit more money because you're a higher risk in terms of um, them giving you the loan. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure people understand how that works. Um, uh, about FHA is it's a great program. It offers sometimes lower interest rates, but the PMI is going to be more. And as a, as 
as a loan officer, that's two things that I always go into uh, when we're talking with somebody who's right at that 720 credit score. We're going to compare FHA financing with conventional financing and compare and contrast and see which one is going to be actually more affordable for the client. Uh, anybody who's got 740 or above credit scores generally are going to go with the conventional financing. Good. Um, talk to me about points. What are they and why do they matter? And does it make sense to pay points? Okay, very good. So points, um, in very simple terms, you're paying interest up front to buy down the interest rate over the life of the loan. And mm-hmm. buying down the interest rate over the life of the loan makes your payment lower. Um, and so a lot of people think, okay, I wanna, I'm going to pay a point and I'm going to lower my interest rate a full percent. That's not really how it works. Uh, for example, if you uh, are looking at a 6.125 conventional rate that is at par, and par means an interest rate without charging any points. Mm-hmm. So that's my base interest rate. If I want to buy that interest rate down to uh, 5.125, it may cost four points, four and a half points, something like that. And what is a point? Right. A point is a percent of the um, the loan amount. It's so 1%. 1%, 1, 1, percent, one mm-hmm. point is 1% of the loan amount. So mm-hmm. on a $100,000 loan, it's $1,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we're looking at uh, paying points, going from, let's say, 6.125 down to 5.875. So just a quarter point change in interest rate mm-hmm. sometimes will cost a half a point or 75 basis points or three quarters of a point. Mm-hmm. So for an example, I put together an example of a $400,000 purchase price, uh, $320,000 loan amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, to buy that down, it's going to cost $2,400 to lower your interest rate by a quarter uh, over the life of the loan. Okay. So, and these are all options that are available once you have all the information from the buyer that's going to make a difference. So, again, I want to circle back and say debt to income ratio, your credit score, um, all of these things factor in to whether or not you qualify for any of this, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, this is a conversation that we have once you're under contract Mm -hmm. because. Once you're under contract, you can lock in your interest rate. And when we're talking to people about that, I'm going to offer them the uh, par rate most of the time and say, you know, here's what I advise. I wouldn't pay points at this point. In that scenario that we're talking about paying $2,400 to lower your interest rate a quarter point, in that scenario, what does it save you per month? $52 per month Mm -hmm. in that scenario. Okay, so you're paying $2,400 to save $52 a month over the over the life of the loan. Mm-hmm. How much time does that take to recoup that cost? So $2,400 divided by 51, uh, 46.67 months. Okay, mm-hmm. next question. I have a lot of clients who are all about their monthly mortgage payment. Um, I think that that's one of my first things is uh, that I ask my clients is, 
what are you what are you looking for in your payment? Mm-hmm. What do you think is is comfortable? And where'd you come up with that? Um, and that may be just, well, you know, my parents pay this much per month and and we can pay that. Well, there's a lot of things that go into that. Interest right. rates. And you know, just a year ago, um, that same scenario, 6.125, we, we may have been at uh, 3.125 on a 30-year, and that's a huge difference in payment. Mm-hmm. So I think the the first step is getting people, and especially first-time home buyers, to understand what's going into that payment, principal and interest payments, taxes. Uh, in the area that you're looking at, are, are taxes high or are they low? Mm-hmm. And homeowners insurance. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about even checking into homeowners insurance? And right then and there, mm-hmm. that that uh, credit score comes into into play on that as well. Mm-hmm. When when insurance companies determine what your what your premium is going to be. Another so, important thing to figure in is whether or not where you're buying a home uh, requires flood insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, flood premiums, flood insurance is going up. In fact, um, FEMA has broadened their maps. So um, it, my job as an exclusive buyer broker is to kind of make sure that my my clients know and understand that this may be uh, an issue or something that would come up. Um, but flood insurance in some areas can run as much as between three and you know eight hundred dollars a month. I mean, it can be really crazy. So you'll want to make sure when you're, that you have all the facts before you start trying to factor in that monthly. Absolutely. And uh, me being a uh, national lender, those areas that I deal with, Florida, you know, Georgia, Mississippi, uh, parts of Texas, I, I asked that. And mm-hmm. is, is this area that you're looking at is in a flood zone? Mm-hmm. And most people most don't of, most, know. Yeah, most first-time home buyers don't know what that means. Flood, yeah. flood zone, right? And so that's when you know it's a it's a good time for me to say, okay, who's your realtor that you're working with? Let me give them a call and let's mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about that in the mm-hmm. areas that you're interested in. And who yeah. is the person providing homeowners insurance? They are the ones who can run um, the address and let you know if it's requiring a flood insurance on the property. Yeah. And, and we as lenders do that as well, but not until we have an actual address. Mm-hmm. Um, can we put it into our system and determine you know, what flood zone uh, mm-hmm. it is? We're uh, in a fl- inflationary period right now, which is bad for interest rates. What's the cost of refinancing at that point? So we go into the type of loan uh, on an FHA loan or a VA loan they're probably not going to have to do an appraisal. So that's going to save on the cost when they refinance. So it'll be title work, appraisal if it's conventional, and uh, the other closing costs as far as um, credit report and that type of thing. So, Okay. Talk to me about uh, Fannie and Freddie Mac and some big changes in pricing that are coming up in March 2023. Yeah. So Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac uh, announced that they are changing the way they uh, price their loans. And they don't necessarily set the pricing on the loans, but they uh, guide us as lenders to price a loan with loan level pricing adjustments. So the way that we price loans, uh, conventional financing is number one, uh, credit score. Number two, loan to value. And the biggest thing 
is now they are going to start having adjustments for loan level pricing adjustments for your debt to income ratio. Ah, that is a big Now that's that's big because in going forward, I'm gonna have to have a full application. I'm gonna have to have income documentation, know exactly what your debt to income ratio is going to be for that particular loan amount. So it's gonna be a little bit more difficult uh, as a lender to make my client feel like I'm doing a bait and switch <laughs> because I see. Yeah. you know, I, I can price it out now based on this information. Mm-hmm. You buy a bigger house, your, right. your, inter- your uh, payment's going to go up interest rate or your <laughs> debt to income ratio may go up and it may change your pricing. So yeah. it's, so, it's going to be just a little bit more difficult and more explanation on my sure. part. And more education. The communication has got to be there. And mm-hmm. and uh, I can't tell you how much easier my job gets when I have a realtor that communicates with me. And the biggest uh, um, thing is just having clients call me and we can run through programs. And uh, uh, I do a lot of education on the front end. And that call may take 30 minutes. And Yeah. And you, that's why you're there, to answer their questions. Uh, and if I can't answer a question, I always direct them in the direction of the person who can answer, which would be you or maybe the uh, settlement attorney or any number of professionals that we work with in the the business. So absolutely. Absolutely. Dave Nichols, a loan originator with NBKC Bank. He is licensed in 50 states and the District of Columbia. Dave, it is so great to see you again. Thank you so much for joining me on Listen Up Homebuyers. You bet. I appreciate the invitation to be on your podcast, and it's great to see you again. Good to see you too. You've been listening to Listen Up Homebuyers, the only podcast offering home buying advice and tips from true buyer agents.